0: Vince her.
1: Vince going to get a look at that butt and shame that girl into an eating disorder. Let me tell you something. That man. I was going to say, see, I don't
0: think he, Vince he, is the type to appreciate
1: it. He go, he, he go, he gonna start a piggy James number two, two angle, that vile shit. And I want to, I, <laughs> I want to say this. I do want to say this. That's the important thing. And I, I, to anyone listening, I, when I say that, I do mean like with the women's division and something that's so important amongst a lot of these women who can work and can work really hard, they're allowed to have different bodies. And as progressive as WWE wants to claim to be, they still have a very big issue of objectifying women's bodies. So when I say things like, I don't want Tony Storm going to SmackDown a Raw, if that increases her pay, sure, cool, whatever. But if it doesn't, no, keep that awful man's eyes off of her. Because as we have seen in the past, historically, that, that man will run heinous, heinous angles solely revolving around women's bodies to get over some weird sophomore-like uh uh uh, uh prank that he wants to get over on them. He did that to Mickey James, one of the best workers ever, ever, male or female, non-binary, whatever. He did that vile. All and, and guess what? It it was corny and it was stupid and it sucked then. And we saw that for what it was. So that's why I say, I hope someone like Tony Storm does not go there. It's not because I don't want her to have success. It's not because I don't want her to get more money, whatever. It's because, yo, I don't think that guy's gotten any smarter. I don't think that guy, I know he hasn't gotten no more progressive. So, and you know how he'll book people he does not like. So hopefully he doesn't see her.
0: We welcome you in our recorded glory to Give Me the Book, your weekly wrestling
1: podcast. My name is Mike Halloy. I am here with Satoyo, back in here in full effect. The El Guapo of professional wrestling commentary as well as stand-up comedy. So happy to be here.
0: That's right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for a special episode. Uh, a special bonus episode midweek release. Uh, we usually do not do this, but this is WrestleMania week. Uh, so, you know, everything is two nights. So we got our second night as well. Um, so I think we need to start uh, with what happened. Last two nights, we had, uh, we had TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. We got new champions. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some really, in my opinion, great matches. And um, as excited as I was for it, I would say, especially night two, uh, lived up to those expectations
1: yes and, and I think I think everyone expected night two to be better and you should have known that it was going to be better since only one of them was exclusive to Peacock so you know Wednesday was just them basically wrapping up uh Wednesday night on uh, or NXT on Wednesday night and uh night two was of course the real main event um although night one did give us some really cool moments and some cool stuff
0: oh absolutely um i thought night you know you can make an argument night one had the match of the week i would disagree with it but i think champ walter was um uh, as good as advertised i i loved everything about it um uh, a great you know piece of business as they say uh the story they told with walter's chopping and uh and and as well he sure, should right like if you're gonna get somebody's chop over it has sure. to be Walter, right yeah and, and all, master selling. Just how good is he as Walter at selling beyond?
1: Yeah, I mean, Walter uh, is definitely the type of cat that is a bit of a throwback in that. And, I, I, you know, he's, he's special in that he doesn't look like what a normal wrestler would look like, but he looks like a wrestler in terms of the historic lineage of a lot of professional wrestlers. He's a tremendous, tremendous uh, worker. And uh, every, most everything he does looks good. He is unique. Everything he does looks very, very believable and he he uh rightfully uh is in the positions that he's in.
0: Walter's whole gimmick is he's the baddest man from Europe from 1950s.
1: Yeah, he's yes. the yeah.
0: man. that's basically who he is. So um yeah, yeah him being uh a, a, a purist and kind of you know, again paying attention to uh the things you should pay attention to kind of goes with the gimmick. Uh, I mean and, you, know, you know you you know I like it. Yeah, of course. Um any yeah. Would you agree with me? Would you would you say that that was the, the best
1: match from that one? I think, yeah. I mean, it was the match I enjoyed the most. Most certainly I I, I was looking forward to that match. I Again, I like Pete Dunne versus Kushida, but I knew they weren't going to get the time. And that was more to get Dunne over and help uh, get him back in the right direction. But definitely I thought that Volter versus Tommaso Ciampa was the match on night one, with uh, which we were expecting a lot of us.
0: Yeah, I'm not mad because she didn't be done. Not getting yeah. that much time. I think they were kind of put in there as like, look, they get, these guys are awesome. Let's throw them in there, and mm-hmm. you know, we have them on the roster. Why we not? Why wouldn't we not use them? Yeah. Um, I do, and again from the reports, um, their match was supposed to go longer, and I do wish that uh the main event would have went a little bit mm-hmm. more, longer. Uh, between Io and uh, and Raquel, I thought that you know it was a really well built kind of monumental title, title change, right? Yeah, this challenger built up for a very long time. It felt like maybe they should have given it maybe five to 10 more minutes.
1: And I'll say this. I actually like the fact that it did not go 13 minutes. Uh, I do believe that in some cases it's most important, especially when you want to get someone over as a big, strong heel. Sometimes it's important that they, they beat the babyface champ in a very, very effective and decisive manner, which he did. In the match, uh, but I think it got the point across better by only going 12 minutes and 56 seconds Uh, really got her over strong and established her that like yo, it's it's her division now she's the physically the most imposing person uh, in NXT from the female perspective so it's like it's her division, you know, I always look at it when big Van Vader beat sting for the title. At the great American bash of 1992 sting was on a roll he was the man and everyone thought myself included little eight-year-old me that i was going to be a long-term title run and big van vader beat that man in under 17 minutes and i was shocked and devastated uh but it got it got the point across um it got the point across that oh my god the ch- the, the the champion is now this undestructible force and the babyface has to literally will themselves uh to victory
0: yeah, no, I agree. And again, I do think um, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see who is going to be the next next woman up to um, to not not even next up, uh, but I guess the, the woman to end uh, Raquel's reign, right? That's kind of what happens
1: when you have a, a, a new dominant champion, right? Yes.
0: Got to start looking for somebody to, um, to eventually beat him.
1: Yes, we did get a bit of a shocker, I think, in the six-man gauntlet eliminator match. Bronson Reed was the one mm-hmm. who picked up the victory against... Isaiah Swerve Scott, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Dexter Loomis and Leon Ruff, uh, which I thought I thought I thought that overall match was actually a lot of fun. I actually did enjoy that a lot. I thought most everyone uh, got over. I I thought Isaiah Swerve Scott looked as good as he's looked since he's gotten there Um, and he's very talented, has been for a long time. I thought Cameron Grimes continues to do just cool. He's he's just fun. You know, Trevor Lee's fun. Um, I thought LA Knight, I thought what they did with Eli was great in terms of getting him over. They used him in very, very smart situations and sort of branched off and, and, sort of looked like they were doing Dexter Loomis and LA Knight sort of being in a situation which could really, really work. Uh, I still think that LA Knight finds himself in a very perilous position. He is, he is this, uh, he's, he's this year's EC3, um, hopefully not, but that, uh, could very well happen. And I thought Leon was very, very good. But Bronson Reed picking up the win was certainly unexpected on my end. But it, it, it was it was actually cool when he won. I'm like, yeah, that was cool. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the one match that really exceeded my expectations. Yes. Um, I kind of expected Champion Walter to be great. And every other match either gave me what I wanted or, you know, quite uh, frankly, disappointed a little bit. But this match was just so well booked, like you said. It's tough to book a, a six-man match with nobody's where all, all six or at least five of them have to be pinned or, yeah. you know, eliminated without anybody stop going down. But I think they did that. Um, and they, they did it well. I don't really have much to add from what you said. Um, yeah, just, uh, again, I think it would be a really good piece of business. Uh, I think they're already using LA and I better than they did. Um, CP three or EC three. EC3, um, EC3, Oh
1: yeah. No, 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 most certainly. I mean, they're because EC three
0: did not have any fuse. not that I can recall top of my head, at least no, it looks no, like LA night no. is going to be involved with Dexter Loomis, which, yeah. you know, is going to be something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I just know what it's like, you know, you take a, sometimes they'll bring a hot guy from other promotions and they'll sign them just to sign them. So I, and I, also believe with LA night, um, capitalize on what you have with him, which it does appear that they are, uh, but that's just my, my fear of their failure to do the right thing on so many occasions speaking. Hopefully, that's not the case this time.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, the only other note I have that I kind of want to touch on is um, from the tag match. I thought it was a fun match. I, I genuinely did enjoy watching it. Um, Wesley is such a good athlete. Yes. Who absolutely cannot tell, man. Yep. That's got to be like I of, of anybody who we you know sit here and complain about. I don't know if there's anybody else out there for all the young bucks, for all the wild ospreys, and whoever we can mention. I do not know if I've seen somebody who's a better athlete, who's so smooth in the ring and can just do incredible things in the way he moves. And yet is just so bad at making me feel like he's injured. I mean, the, the he had the same. This match was right after Walters, and um, they did the same angle where you know because he had a broken arm and they attacked it and at no point did I do actually believe that his arm hurt even a little bit
1: yeah I again I think this is this is a generational problem that you're going to continue to see more and more of in terms of the actual act of work rate um and Wesley is merely a symptom of that he is an amazing athlete he can do really really cool stuff but this is what happens if you have enough time of the uh when you don't sell things when, when then what then what are we actually watching and why are we watching it if if i mean again it's just listen you get enough will ospreys and young bucks and and guys like that around and you give them enough notoriety and you or, or even even to a lesser extent ricochet you know you give a lot of these guys who are just super athletes um who want this to look like a video game well this is what you're gonna get you know wesley's a young guy he's 26 years old turns 27 this year i believe so this he, he is he is a symptom of a problem that is only going to continue to happen um they're all gonna all these all these cats are gonna have abs they can all do a standing double backflip and they will at no point will they will they will get their head kicked off during they will they will front flip a super kick they will get super kicked in the, and they will front flip And and they will land on their neck funny and convulse and 10 seconds later reverse something into a Canadian destroyer only for a two count. This is what, again, he is a symptom of a thing that you are going to continue to see more and more of. That is why, as Mike said last week, I know you're not really going to dig this match. And I said it's going to be a very, very hard uh, worked match and both teams are going to try a whole lot. And you like this. And that is all.
0: Yeah, it just it took me out a little bit. I am saying him because he's young, and again, I just don't think. Um, again, I do kind of want to. He's got going to be somebody I'm going to keep my eye on because again, just the way he moves, it's not just that he can do a lot of flippy stuff. The way he moves in the ring, like his footwork is is really really strong. Um, mm-hmm. again, it just you know, if he if he learns how to you know take some some uh, pointers, I think he can be you know uh, one of those generational talents that we always talk about. Um, but. As we mentioned, uh, I thought night two, I thought night one was not bad, but just disappointing. More so because of my expectations than anything else. Um, they,
1: they, they, that was that was that was on regular cable, baby. That was You, know, never, what that was? you know what that was. You want to know what that was? Because we're not even done with the full card yet of, of night one. Because remember, also at the same time, uh, we did have a bit of a shocker there. You had Zoe Stark uh, beating Tony Storm which was interesting. But no, nah, I mean, what you saw of, of night one was just a good episode of NXT. That's just what that, which, which to be fair, they're, they've been lacking in those. And I think it is you, you know, you texted me and you so accurately pointed out that um, them having audience members, you know, even those it, it helped out so much because I don't believe that any any show on wwe has struggled as much during the pandemic than nxt because the fan base is so the fan base is the best fan base of of all of the wwe crowds so they suffered a lot um and it, it, it actually kind of exposed a lot of their matches and the deficiencies of some of the actual ring work because of no selling um and kind of every every match looks the same. But so they struggled a lot because there was no, no audience. But what they gave you Wednesday night, they said, hey, we're gonna give you a good episode of NXT and we're gonna call it night one of a pay-per-view. That's what we're gonna do. And they did that.
0: No, that they did that. Um again, it was still very enjoyable two hours, even if uh I am again speaking of keeping keeping my eye on uh some talent I think you know what they have been doing with Zoe Stark she could be someone Maybe six months from now to the external Raquel Gonzalez. I'm not, you know, Woo! that would Man, be an I mean, interesting
1: thing. Zoe, yeah, Zoe's excellent. Zoe's tremendous. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with Tony Storm. I think mm-hmm. there's still a lot left within her. Um, you know, uh, and NXT is doing right by their tag team division and by their and by their women's division. Uh, so I I I want them to continue to capitalize. Zoe does have a tremendous upside, as does Tony. And I hope uh, Tony does not go to the main roster <laughs> <laughs> or not even not even to the main roster. There is no main roster. I hope she does not go to SmackDown or Raw.
0: That's fair. Um, I don't think she's. I don't think she's going anywhere. I think they still have stuff to and do Vince, for
1: her. Vince going to get a look at that butt and shame that girl into an eating disorder. Let me tell you something. That man I was going to say, I
0: don't think he, Vince he, is the type he, to
1: appreciate it. He go, he go, he go start a piggy James number two, uh, two angle that vile shit. <laughs> and I, I, I want to I say this, I do want to say this. That's the important thing. And I, I, to anyone listening, I when I say that, I do mean like with the women's division and something that's so important amongst a lot of these women who can work and can work really hard, they're allowed to have different bodies. And a, as progressive as WWE wants to claim to be, they still have a very big issue of objectifying women's bodies. So when I say things like, I don't want Tony Storm going to SmackDown or Raw, if that increases her pay, sure cool whatever but if it doesn't no keep that awful man's eyes off of her because as we have seen in the past historically that man will run heinous heinous angles solely revolving around women's bodies to get over some weird sophomore like uh, uh, uh prank that he wants to get over on them he did that to mickey james one of the best workers ever ever male or female non-binary whatever he did that vile all and guess what it was corny and it was stupid and it sucked then and we saw that for what it was so that's why i say i hope someone like tony storm does not go there it's not because i don't want her to have success it's not because i don't want her to get more money whatever it's because yo i don't think that guy's gotten any smarter i don't think that guy i know he hasn't gotten no more progressive so and you know how he'll book people he does not like so hopefully he doesn't see her
0: uh they have nothing nothing to add uh well the pay-per-view improper started with the cruiserweight unification bout mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I love, first of all let me just say this one thing about this takeover and especially this match i love the the, the, the feel i mean obviously yeah. you can say they they got it from AEW, they got it from new japan the fact that they built it like a a, a real fight especially this match specifically with you know, the, the press conference and then going back and forth, I, I loved it. And, you know, the, the title unification that It felt very real and uh, yeah. just a, a kudos to them.
1: Yeah, hopefully they continue with stuff like that, especially when there's all this stuff they're doing in-house. You might as well have a press conference. You Because again, all that stuff really does, especially within the WWE framework, is it helps you, you know, not only build storylines, but give them more layers, give them more depth. So I know on NXT, they'll continue to do stuff like that uh, on a semi-regular basis. It would be nice if they did that on a regular basis. But yeah, I think that uh, really over the past year or so, they've made the Cruiserweight title more important than it's been in in decades, really since WCW. And they did have a stint of that on SmackDown back in the day where they were really pushing it. I know Gregory Helms was like a long-reigning champion, and, and they took it pretty seriously then. Uh, but they they really seem to really recommitted themselves to that goal. And the the never a doubt in my mind, the true undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world, Santos Escobar, the truth, the one retained his time, didn't win. He didn't. He didn't. We didn't, didn't. He wasn't the new. No, he retained because keep this in mind. Jordan Devlin may have been the champion. Open That was the opening match business. Santos took the title and put it in the main event. It's different. It's different with Santos Escobar.
0: Uh, again, no debate from me. I thought this was an excellent uh, letter match. Some brutal spots. Uh, yeah. Devlin got his shoulder open up when he, uh, the letter bounced back of Santos Escobar and he did not see it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Love the ending with a crash. I thought they pre- good, did a good job of protecting Devlin with the run-in. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I actually was an excellent match between uh, the two types of dudes you uh, meet in Brooklyn. You yeah. have uh, the man bun beating the tracksuit. Um yes. <laughs> And um, no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think we'll see a rematch between them. Um, and yeah, it felt like a fight. It felt like a real kind of a, they, you know,
1: didn't do too. I mean, obviously you had your Spanish flies, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, had two it, of them. It, The stuff uh, looked like it hurt. Yeah, no, de- it definitely looked like it hurt. And Santos does really good with selling. He's a very, very good. Again, I, I hear WWE talk all the time about how we want to expand into Latin America. Then they get a Latin American talent and they don't use them in the, in the critique they always make, which is a nonsensical critique, by the way. Well, they can't speak English well enough. You have a guy in Santos Escobar who is fluent, who can work his behind off. I love his in-ring gear. He's a tremendous, tremendous heel. Gets the point across. You have him. Right there. It ain't that hard. Uh, but yes, Santos Escobar, the truth. He is the linchpin
0: of the division. Um yes. the next match was, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was the the women's tag team match. Yes. Mistaken, right, you had the way against uh Shotzi Blackheart and Amber Moon. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a it was a cool match. Um uh, kind of, you know, uh, I think of the a little bit of a I think night two of the takeover was just kind of a banger after one banger after another i think that one might have been kind of the least whatever the least oh, in a star rating but i thought it did the job i thought it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, yeah. i loved i loved the way his gear uh yeah. the iron man inspired gear was on point over all four members i'm still enjoying the way and uh, i did not think it was the even though i had my predictions uh the way going over I, I don't think maybe it's the time to take the titles off uh yeah. shots you never
1: Right. Considering they just got it and the first mm-hmm. champs held it for a cup of coffee. Yeah, I don't think they want to. You you have to have a chance. You have to have some champion to beat that's worth beating. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, back in the day with the Cruiserweight title and WCW, it would change hands pretty frequently. But that only showed the competitive nature of the division tag team wrestling a little different. So um, but yeah, I, I thought it was I thought the match did exactly what it was supposed to do. Take over. Night two, top to bottom, was very, very solid. There was not a bad match in sight. This match was not meant to be anything more than what it was, and it was very, very effectively done.
0: Yeah, Indy Harwell keeps on improving, and um, the Total Eclipse is still one of the best moves in all wrestling. So, yes. yeah. Um, you, The next match on the card was Bronson Reed against Johnny Gargano. Yes. Uh, again, we got to keep going with, you know, a uh, hexon match after another. Um again and Johnny Gargano I know we I think he's I always go back and forth on who you know who's my favorite wrestler in NXT I think to me Johnny and Finn Balor um they're both top two I mean and, and both in that conversation of best wrestler in the world and Johnny Gargano especially on TakeOver just does not have a bad match no matter with who you pair him up against um, yeah,
1: yeah this is definitely the best uh Johnny Gargano that there has ever been that that I that I will say most definitely uh, he's really found himself generally. I mean, again, you know, with a good and he again, his evolution was perfect because he was the white mate, white meat baby face that barely ever won. <laughs> so eventually you have to turn a person like that heel because they're so beloved. But for the most part, they never win. Um, and he's he's been able to show so much uh personality. Uh, within this still basically wrestles the same which is fine um, but yeah this is definitely the best he's ever been because of the personality they has been able to show with the way bringing that all in uh, into focus and it's very very interesting it shows you what a difference two years can make about how we talk about Johnny Gargano and how we talk about Tommaso Ciampa and that, that is unfortunate um, as they both still have so much to give uh, I, I think I hope but Johnny's definitely he, this is the best version of himself.
0: Yeah, I agree. And uh, again, it's an excellent match from uh, both men. I loved, again, the slow, the way he worked the ribs. And, you know, from the beginning of a match, right, from the moment the spirit didn't work, he said, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. Um, yeah, I just thought it was, uh, again, a, a good match to kind of keep the NXT North American title um, uh, relevant and uh, and something that people will want to go after. Um, and again, the way, I think as we expected, the way kind of split the wins. Um, so the crew is still, still together, still have something to celebrate. Um, the next match on the card was your uh, championship, your NXT heavyweight championship of the world. Uh, Finn Balor, Kill, carrying uh, Cross. Sorry, not no longer Killer Cross because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why. I don't know why you can't say Killer on TV, but cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they had uh, again, as as we keep saying, banger after banger after banger all night. Um, I thought this was by far the best. Carrying uh, cross has looked um I am not familiar with his TNA run so maybe you can say if he had the better matches there um I definitely haven't seen him look better in a match um love this Finn Balor I love this Finn Balor run I hope he stays in NXT I hope he at least goes down to NXT UK and gives us this match with Walter which we really wanted which I you know dying to see um and yeah I don't know you know not much to add it was just a, a great title match
1: yeah, to me, this was the match of the night for me. Um, Finn Balor, again, continues to show you why there are levels to this shit and why he is operating at a different level than than most people on that roster. And that's, that it only speaks to how good he is, not into to, to deficiencies of anyone else. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially his run with this title, this title run of his, uh, I, I believe it's just so special. One, given the pandemic, two, just in terms of the actual emphasis on just quality pro wrestling. I, and, and when, when the man held the title, it, it felt like the real thing. And uh, he presented it as the real thing. And he, he talked about himself in such a way that he was like, I'm it, I'm different. And then he proved it night in and night out. And he set it up. And, and again, Everything that he's done in this title run has been so magnificent because it's been competition based, it's been sports based, and it's been like, here's who you are as a person, here's why you're not gonna beat me. And he was right nine times out of ten. The 10th time just happened to be carrying cross, but even that, they played that up and how they talked about one another. And they played that up in, in terms of the match. You know, early on, he's like, look, man, your emotions are, are, are gonna be what's gonna get the best of you. I don't feel. I do. And Cross had to literally go to that place uh, to conquer. And let's not be mistaken, the bigger man had to conquer the best. You know what I'm saying? Like it was set up in that way. So what happens when you have, you know, good, the good big man had to become great to defeat the great quote unquote, little man. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I I thought they really, really told an excellent story. I've been following and Cross for quite some time. I do think this was his best match. Um, I thought his stuff with Keith Lee was very, very good, but that was kind of like Godzilla versus Kong in a way to me. Um, but I, I think this was definitely his best match because when you're in there with Finn, you gonna wrestle. You gonna wrestle. We not. We not. We not doing a front flip out of a Hurricane Rana from the top rope. We doing. We we work it. So it was. It was. It, there's levels to this shit. And and again, what he did in 17, what those two did in 17 minutes. That was that was the match of the week to me.
0: I think yeah, they they got everything and they, they needed to. Uh, it was like I said, it it felt like uh, like an epic event, even though it was only seventeen minutes, which is kind of like that's the point, right? And obviously part of his presentation. I still think that um, even before they got the. Um, a live audience moving to the capital ring and the way they present with the the msg mics yep. and the turning lights down uh, yep. i what was and, it, and, you know i think since i don't remember what was the first pay-per-view where they moved was it war games i think but ever since then i was really into it um yeah,
1: you, you gotta you gotta be we gotta be clear about the, the presentation just matters so much like you said lowering the the mics and everything like that i've always liked the fact that nxt during those the during the title matches, they dim the lights and they put the spotlight on each person they're bringing in. Also at the same time, man, yo, you got to bring up records and you got to say numbers on here. So the fact that going into that, yo, Finn Balor, like, yeah, the, I'm the man. I'm 14 and one in this. That's right. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really be taking L's all like that. Karrion Cross has yet to lose a match since being in WWE, NXT, whatever. Um, so and you got to say, you got to say that. You got to sit there and say those numbers. Uh, because it gave validity to why they were there and the forces that they were. So, yeah, that very well done.
0: Yeah, just to add on to your point, I think the uh, Dallas first run was more about him being a babyface, kind yep. of like the face of the company, getting that over. His second run was more about him being the champion. And, like, yeah. look, I don't need to, you know, get anything over. I just need to win this title. So if I have to, you know, work over this guy's arm and, you know, get it injured and do, quote, unquote, Wrestle Heel style. I don't care. I'm going yeah.
1: to do it. Look, well, it's it, it, it's 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 one of those. This is actually his third reign. I do believe mm-hmm. actually it's NXT champion. But mm-hmm. this was yeah. This was like this. I'm sorry. This was like this was Bret Hart stuff. This was literally. Hey man, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the. Mm-hmm. I'm the best though. And what I will do is how I need to beat you is how I need to beat you. So here's what I'm gonna do. Here's and even in the match, very very smart. Hey man, that arm is mine. Your ribs are mine. I'm gonna need that you know because because the reality of it is how does that how do one i'm either gonna make you tap because i'm gonna stretch this arm out because you had a separated shoulder just like me and you ain't you ain't been back too terribly long so i'm gonna really test that also i'm gonna work over that that abdomen of yours so either you're gonna tap or i'm gonna stomp on you with this coup de grace. and so it makes sense uh, and even then he got that all off and it just wasn't enough you know carrying found a way to overcome
0: Found a way and he wrestled great. That kick yeah. out and transition into submission was that's I that haven't seen him do that before. That was, that's, that's what you I, want to see.
1: Yeah, because it, it, it at least from there it made sense um, logically in that it's like, yo, it wasn't one of these things where he was like, I don't feel nothing. I'm putting submission on. He's like, nah, I, I barely got out of this. But since we're here, let me, this makes the most sense. You're here and I can't really get up right away. So I'm going to need this. So,
0: as you mentioned, originally when, obviously when uh, I was watching, I was kind of, uh, I did not like the way, uh, the fact that this match was not scheduled to go last because you had such a great champion, because you had Finn Balor 14-1 take over going up against undefeated Karen Cross. It's supposed to be this epic showdown and everything should be leading up to it. Uh, after seeing Kyle Rally versus Adam Cole, I get why they did it. Um, yeah, they were going to tear, they were gonna tear was, the ring
1: up.
0: For, my, for me... For me now this was my favorite match of the weekend this is one of my favorite matches of the year um uh it's i thought it was everything that you know that um johnny gargano versus uh champa one was um and again i i, I hear people's criticism and I'm, I'm interested to hear yours i don't because i'm somebody the matches that when people criticize this match the matches they cite in the criticism i did not like i saw the same flaws for example a lot of people mentioned Edge versus Randy Orton, like, uh, oh, it, it kind of felt like that. It was a little bit plotting. It was it was good. It felt real, but it was uh, boring in some cases. And you could have cut 10 minutes from it. I don't think this match had that problem. I think this match always every few minutes or so had spots that kept you entertained kept you kind of on, um, you know, on the edge of your seat, so to speak if they didn't brawl outside and had to go switch from one room to another and take their time, like, no, they brawled a little bit outside when they went, went through, through the floor, and then they kind of came, came back in the ring and did, you know, all the all the moves. Um, and then the other argument I heard was that, oh, well, it's an NXT main event. They always do the, the ridiculous kickouts. There wasn't really any ridiculous kickouts that I can think of besides one when, you know, Kyle Ray like lifted his shoulder. Oh. Um I know you people did, will say, well, you, you know, did, you
1: did the Jay White.
0: That's right. That's right. That was good. Yeah. It was. Besides that one, I, you know, yeah, there was a Canadian destroying on the chair that didn't end the match. But the reason why the match that didn't end the match was because Adam Cole knocked out the referee who told him that you can't break your former best friend's neck. Like it added yeah. to the story. It yeah. showed you Adam Cole being too emotional. It's kind of the, the continuation of the theme if you will for the night. Um, I thought they told an excellent story. I was not bored any... Again, the same way I do agree with your point that the match does not need to be long, but also we should not penalize a match just because it went long. The question yeah, is, yeah. were you bored? I was not bored at any point. I thought this was good. I thought it built. I thought... And and it built, and they saved the best for last. Like, the, yeah. the way Colorado put away uh, Adam Cole looked brutal and sadistic. Yeah, so I, I, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I mean, I, I again, I, I like the match. I didn't I didn't hate it or anything like I didn't have any critique. I understand why once you hit the 40 minute territory, you're giving people a lot to to look at. So they're going to find criticisms. I don't necessarily think it was too long. I've I've seen these two wrestle so many times that for me it was just like, OK, well, what are you guys going to do this time? That was kind of the main thing to me, especially when you can't bleed. Uh, because before, when I saw these guys, and oftentimes they bled. You know, one person would be a, a stuck pig um, and whatever else. So it was interesting to see. And also, I've seen them in Japan where they worked a very, very regular match to a very uninterested audience, uh, funny enough. But um, I thought that this, I thought this was, I mean, again, I, I thought they, they gave elements of everything. Going through, you know, the entryway, that kind of reminded me of Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, the first time they fought. So I thought that was cool. They did the Jay White, not as good as Jay White, because how could you do it as good as Jay White? But I liked the little nod there to that. Only thing I will, the only part that really had me kind of miffed is, um, but I thought this was good. It, it, it's going to sound like a criticism. It's not. From the story perspective, Adam Cole made a mistake, and he he exposed himself. And the lead up to that on the on the bump, I believe he said, I've always been about winning winning has always been my number one priority this time. I'm not going to say winning doesn't matter, but it's one B ending. Kyle O'Reilly is one a winning is one B. And he made the mistake of knocking out the referee when he had the match won. So again, it was Adam Cole making this. I thought that was very smart. Um, Because it's like, that's what happens. You sort of give the game away. And he very, very clearly gave the game away. And I was like, oh, he's just ruined himself. That's something Adam Cole would never do. But it was the heightened emotion of the event. Because Adam Cole's issue, with Kyle O'Reilly is, Kyle O'Reilly doesn't want to keep Adam Cole on top. Because let's not be mistaken. Adam Cole now finds himself in a very tough position where he got to do it all on his own. And let's not be mistaken, he's never done it on his own, on his own in, in NXT. He's never done it. You can say whatever you want. He's never done it, dude. He's never done it. Um, so I thought that was the only and I, one thing I can say is that him knocking out the referee while it was stupid, I also don't believe that he could knock out that referee. I think that referee would wash him. I'm sorry. I was like, you are not this man is just physically bigger than you. That boy looks Samoan. You don't want it with that man would wash you, bro. That man. Also, he brought back the the, the thigh slap, which I did not like. But, you know, already,
0: <laughs> I uh, it's um, I think it's if it's unsanctioned sanctioned match, technically WWE cannot find him.
1: No, they uh, can't. And, and technically, no. Cole, get, Cole gets a nice out. It was unsanctioned. What actually happened?
0: That's true, too. Yeah, no, I thought it again. It was for me, everything I wanted to see uh, them do to each other. And uh, should see where they go from there. I think you make a good point. Not only was he never able to do it by himself in NXT, never really was able to do it by himself, period. He was a bullet Backed. club in the Ring of Honor. He was. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he. I believe he had the, might have had another staple I'm missing up. Was he part of Kingdom? Uh, no, Island? he wasn't
1: a part of Kingdom. So it was initially him and Cole were like, say, it's some terrible name like Power Attack something. It wasn't that, but Future Wave something crazy. Uh, Future Shy was a dumb name. But from there, um, he aligned himself with Matt Hardy, and Matt Hardy sort of took him under his wing. And then the Bullet stuff came, and and you know from from then on and then on. Uh, but he's never really done it on his own. He's never done it on his own. So, I mean, people are like, well, what do you do with Adam Cole from here? Keep him where he's at. He's actually got to, like, win by himself. He can't have do it. You a story it. for him. Yeah, yeah. He's never done it. Your favorite wrestler ain't a winner, bro. He's not. He's not. He slaps his thigh. He can't win without help. So, there you go for you, Adam Cole stands.
0: Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what story they will tell with him going forward uh don't think he's coming to main roster really hoping he doesn't go to main roster i think he he already did he had the three matches on the main roster we saw him against daniel Bryan. and we saw him against seth rollins we don't keep him in nxt i don't think he's gonna last on the main roster just because of the way he looks to be quite honest so yeah
1: another another guy another person rather that i hope vince mcmahon never looks at and i'm not even a i'm not even a, a big adam cole fan really i understand he's talented but i don't see what a lot of you see but even that, I, I wouldn't wish that on him. I just, I just, I just, what you mean? You're going to be less physically imposing than Daniel Bryan? And what? You better make, you better, you better, you better make that crowd. Oh, we don't got crowds. Oh, I don't want, nah, nah, bro. I hope, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. A lot of things, oof, I don't know. Especially now when you look at the guys they got working on top, man, oof. It would be hard. You'd have to be a hell of a talker. Have to be a hell of, and listen, Adam Cole can talk. He can't talk like that. Not really anyone in the company can to talk themselves. Maybe edge, you know what I'm saying? But like that's. and the whoop. miss. Yeah. Well, no, stop it. Um but like, No, stop. Please stop it. And Samoa Joe. You, got, you, got, you guys give, no, Samoa Joe easily. But you guys give too much credit to a guy who was just allowed to uh, he was he was given damn near 20 years to get good at the thing he's good
0: now but he's good now yeah guess what what guess what
1: and if this was an actual meritocracy he would have been fired 10 years ago but that's neither here nor there he was just kept around and somehow became good through process of elimination because he didn't stop giving up credit to him on that and he said yes to everything so sure I don't, don't know, y'all. Before, before I, come, I, come, I, come, I come from a merit-based society. I know some of y'all don't, but that's how I get down. You come from Ohio. Yeah, merit-based. Merit- I had to get out. You got out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got out. Fair
0: enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the, the last thing I'll say about the match is, uh, yeah, Kyle Riley is incredible. He's great. Uh, one of the best sellers in the world. I, another reason why this match did not go too long. Yeah, you, oh. I did not feel strongly about, to be honest with you, again, I'm a, I'm a fan of both kind of equally. Um And so I did not have this like, okay I really want the baby face to win going into this match. Kyle O'Reilly made me care. And I was cheering for him as the match went on because of his selling. He's one of the best in the world at it.
1: Yeah, no, no, without question. I think for a lot of people who I think at that end, what I mean, it's like what you of course they are gonna go 40 minutes with the story that they're trying to tell and whatever. Could they go less? Sure. But, you know, they're not going to do that. So you're critiquing something that you already it's like it's built in. You're you're waiting for it. And I do believe that. And again, one of the things I liked most about that match was actually the ending, the manner in which it ended, the finish that was used. Um, you know, it made sense. It looked gruesome. And I believed that that man needed to be taken out of there in a stretcher. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, I, like, And guess what? I kept on watching. And again, people need to understand when I watch pro wrestling, and I think Mike is to the same to the same degree when it's good. I believe in the mom there. I'm like, oh, this, this is a problem we have a serious situation going on, like my brain does that thing. And then when it's all over, if it was really good, I'm like, cool, that was great. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, I, I don't know. I think that in, in that case, the people who were complaining about that, it's like, well, you already knew they was going to do that though. So you're complaint, you're, it's like, you just needed something to say in that regard. I understand that because we all do it to a degree, but you're like saying, see, I knew they would do that. And look, I've been there too, but uh, given the situation and given the, the story they were and given the history they were just gonna they what you mean it was so personal to them too you think a super kick gonna fit no they gotta kill each other
0: yeah overall um uh, I thought again night two was excellent I think uh raised the score of the takeover I think it went from again night one that was just an excellent NXT episode to one of the best takeovers of all time um I'll I think it really belongs in that discussion um so yeah so it lived up to my very high expectations. And with that said, uh, we have to get out of here. Uh, But first, we have to review, what, 14 matches on WrestleMania card. Uh, So let's, uh, I think we shall swiftly move along. Um, Let me pull up the Wikipedia. Um, Overall, Satoru, how excited are you for this year's WrestleMania 37? Uh,
1: I mean, I I expect them to over-deliver. Uh, Interestingly enough, I do believe that this started out as one of the better builds that I can remember in quite some time for WrestleMania, and they fumbled the ball at the five-yard line. Um, So I think that they've, I think almost across the board, they have stumbled in terms of how they've set up most of this card. Um, As a result, I am not as excited as I once was. Also, Bailey is not on the card, which is a crime in and of itself. And that's a big stumble as well. But I do understand, don't just put her somewhere to have her somewhere. Having said that, it is Bailey. So I don't understand why one of the best workers in the company and the person that helped carry that division for years and who is not Charlotte Flair, so is not stale, is not on that card. So- I consider that a bit of a, 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 a big a, a faux pas, a boo-boo, if you will, uh, as is, on, on so, in some respects, the most of the card. I think the only thing they've kind of, uh, the main event was, not the main event, the main event of night two was running the risk of of having the same outcome. Thankfully, uh, they inserted Daniel Bryan, and more, more specifically, Edge got back to being Edge and uh, shows you again that there are levels to this shit. And how how different he is than most of his contemporaries. As I said before, the Ric Flair of the WWE. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm still looking forward to it. On paper, everything looked great. And then after that last pay-per-view, just tripping, 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 stumbling. Can't get up. R.I.P. DMX.
0: Rest in peace, DMX, indeed. Um, I do not have much to disagree with. I am in the same boat as you are. I think it, as WWE, it's pretty much kind of a standard thing that I think we we'll say for all the pay-per-views. So I don't see why we wouldn't say for their biggest pay-per-view. Um, the build has been meh. Um, I'm sure the pay-per-view will be fun to watch. Uh, let's go through it. So uh starting with, well, actually, I would say the better build matches uh, kind of, you know, crescendoed on uh, the go home show, which is what you want and have a long, Build up before that, you have Bell Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and John Morrison. Maybe one, like I said, the better builds. I think uh, we know who's going over. Uh, but uh, yeah, overall, I'm, uh, again, yeah, I j- enjoyed the build for it.
1: Yeah. And let me say this I mean, the Miz and John Morrison, they've done excellent in this regard of really selling this thing. They, they, and also, WWE gave it time. It's on Raw. They got three hours. They got to fill the time somehow. Um, Still don't feel as though they built up Damian Priest in an appropriate fashion for the situation um, that they will then have to pay for later. That's a shame for Priest. I do want to say shout out to Bad Bunny, who really, really has uh, has done his things, put in the work. And um, the promo I thought that he cut on Monday, I thought was very good. Um, I thought he was very I know. Listen, I can't cut no other promo in another language like that. And I speak two. So I, I don't think I could do uh, what he did, and I love talking. So I think Bad Bunny's done a really good job with this as well. So I mean, so sounds to him on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I do think Bad Bunny and Damian Priest are going over. I am more interested in what happens to Damian Priest going forward. To be honest, yes. what happens? To, what does Damian Priest do next Monday? Um, next match we have the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. For you, Omas.
1: Yeah. Are you sure it's Omas? I mean, it's, it, it's I, understand, I understand why you would say almost, but it's Omas. It's Omas. Do Omos. they say Omas on the. I think on Raw they say almost. Okay. No, Omas.
0: Yeah. For Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, I think it's it's Omas. Uh, I think it's his debut. It's what we're waiting for. I expect him and AJ Styles to leave as champions.
1: Yes. And what you're going to have is you're going to have uh, maybe your first ever. Nigerian-American uh, world tag team champion in Omos. So um, he's probably going to kill the New Day. Um, you know, they're gonna, he's going to murder them. Uh, hopefully the match ain't too long because there's no real need for it to be, quite frankly. So, yeah. Speaking of
0: hoping a match will not go too long, um, next match on the card is Braun Strowman versus
1: Shane McMahon. Woo! And you want to talk about dumb matches. Oh, boy. I want to talk about dumb builds. And I want to sit there and say right now, if this were an actual meritocracy, Shane McMahon would have been fired. <laughs> like you would have you would have you would have you would have had Braun Strowman would have killed him on a raw and you would have fired this man. Um, But no, I mean, the whole build for it was stupid. I don't I don't think that uh I don't think Shane's heart is in it Um based on I mean, I don't. I I never really thought of Shane as a promo guy to begin with, so I don't really – and I don't really obsess about that too much unless someone's actually exceptional at it. But, whoo, he's got some hot garbage promos. Uh, The premise of it is stupid uh, because now Braun Strowman is defending stupid people. Um, I feel like there's some weird behind-the-scenes inside joke there that the McMahons are are fiddling with. It's just been weak all the way around. Um, And uh, if they really want to continue to help Braun Strowman's career – they'll have shane mcmahon go over the way he did two years ago versus the miz when the miz was as hot as he had ever been as a babyface. so continue to do bad things because you believe that shane mcmahon is a draw thank you
0: yeah i don't though the, the way this match should be booked is is braun has to outsmart shane trap him beat the on shit out of him and squash him within five minutes this is not yep. the way this match is going to go because it's a. Uh, steel cage match so there's going to be jumping off steel cages and and we're gonna have to pretend that there's a universe where shane mcmahon can actually take on braun Strowman, and the fact that braun is going to win it's not enough to offset because the only way this match lasts more than five minutes is because braun is stupid exactly
1: exactly so So, so so, so no matter what happens braun can get his hand raised and guess what he still won't have gone over so there you go. Because, because Aloy said, you said it best. If this match goes over, if this match goes more than five minutes. It just proves Braun is dumb. He's a stupid guy. I hate so, I hate everything about this. I I yeah. so
0: But we're not going to talk about more about it. I could, I could, I could go. Yeah, wait. Who bullies somebody because they're dumb? Oh,
1: the McMahons. The McMahons. He was bullied because,
0: wait, he go. Did he go to, to the fucking uh, bar from Google hunting?
1: Yeah, I guess. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? I don't know. You got to keep this in mind, man. This is the same. Shane McMahon comes from a man who doesn't believe in sneezing. So you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, I mean, this is just dumb. It's just dumb. And I'm sorry, since that McMahon is involved, I will be hypercritical. Thank you.
0: That's more than fair. Hey, you know what's a a decent match with a decent build that I'm actually excited to see? Huh. Your next match is our against Seth Rollins. We get, uh, I think Cesaro making his singles debut on WrestleMania finally, longer debut, if I'm not mistaken. I know he won um, yeah, Andre, yeah, but Andre the Giant, but, but I think it's his first one-on-one match. Let me put it that way. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I, I wish they would have centered this more about Cesaro never really having won the big one as opposed to swinging. They, they, but they I still did it. Yeah, but it I wasn't the main but they alluded to it. With, yeah, with,
0: you know, he never lived up to your potential, etc. Some right, and,
1: and I still think that, uh, but I still I'm still happy to see it. Uh, I think it'll be a good match. Um, Cesaro is just a freak of a human being. Uh, even at his age, he doesn't one he doesn't look it, he doesn't wrestle like it. And long may that continue. And uh, you know, on this one, shouts to Seth Rollins for uh, for working with Cesaro on this one because, I mean man i mean it just it, oh, i i i feel like this is going to be a theme how how do you how do you bungle a cesaro for that many years so uh hopefully this is the the this is turning turning the tide in another direction i don't think cesaro will
0: ever hold the title and i'm honestly i i, I love him but I, i'm okay with it i he, he never had the character or the look he's always an amazing wrestler um and something again we do want to maybe we can discuss it Further details. I do hope he remains at least um, in, you know, maybe a secondary title picture, your intercontinental title picture, or maybe he has more programs going forward. Um, I'm happy to see Seth Rollins. It looks like he basically said, Look, you guys have nothing for me. Okay, let's let's yeah. get a singles match. Um, yeah. And yeah, again, uh, I have Cesaro going over. Uh, I, you know, I don't think it should be a good one. Yes. Uh, next match, we have a tag team turmoil for to become number one contender for women's tag team. Uh, championships with Lana and Naomi, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, Riot Squad, Natalia, and Tamina. Um, I don't, you know.
1: Well, yeah, also, and again, I was I was afraid of this. Uh, like I said, a lot of fumbling. Um, you got three hours of TV, one day, and then on a Friday, you got two hours of TV, and then y'all be having matches, women's matches that last l- literally under two minutes. Um and then you want me to care. Uh, I, I remain unmoved. And it's a shame because you have established teams in there. You have the Riot Squad. You have um, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, who have been a team for quite some time now. You could have really, really done something with this regard because they do work hard and they can work. Mandy can work. Brooke can work. they both gotten a lot better. Natalia is excellent. Uh, Tamina is there. Um, uh, Naomi, for goodness sakes, that's Naomi's a generational ready. talent right there. Are mm-hmm. you throwing in there? And Lana is also there, but she's there. a character that has found a way to get herself over in these. Regards. She has three million
0: yeah. people on Instagram. That's that's the yeah. reason why she's
1: there. No, totally. Right. And, but, but, but again, uh, uh, you know, which is important. No, no, it is it's, important. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not, not, I don't say it
0: in this to this I'm regard, not,
1: I'm not even hating on that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hating on the bill. And then you have the women's tag team champions. Um, and y'all, just y'all, you know. Yeah. Reginald has gotten more time than this has.
0: Doesn't matter who wins. Do we, I mean, I'll, I'll go with Naomi Alana, just cause I like Naomi. And I, they... am going,
1: I want, I want an upset. I want, I want some, some and this, it's not going to happen. This is my own personal dream. I wish it would be Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose because aside from the right squad and, and, um, and the champs, you know, uh, they've been the team the longest. And they're in a stab, They're actually a real team. Um, and they mostly, you know, especially when pandemic first started, were just working. They was working a lot. Weren't getting many wins, but they were working. So I'm going to hope against hope that they pull off the upset victory. Uh, it, would be the, it would be the biggest upset victory since uh, Zach Ryder won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania and you got happy. But then when The Miz came out the next night, you knew it was over. So
0: it was was perfectly built. I'm I'm perfectly happy with him doing that. By the way, yeah, I know Uh, that was one of the one. By the way, for the record, my favorite uh, WrestleMania opening match ever.
1: Yeah, it was great. That was excellent. I remember we were there. It was it was tremendous. That's right. But we're still in person. Remember when we could hang out in person? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, and then some of you voted for a man who doesn't believe in germs. And the next match coming up is (laughs) Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for
0: the WWE Championship. I thought they boggle the build but they have me interested because i figure the 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 her business even though they have broken up which they shouldn't have done they were still pre- featured profoundly on my tv on monday okay. so they're not going away so i'm holding out hope which you shouldn't do with monday and i wrong no, but i'm holding a hope that maybe they'll do something maybe it's you know the old Hey, we were banned from rings, banned from ringside as her business, but now we're not part of her business, so we can be a ringside move. Maybe it's we have a new members of her business, and we're gonna get and you know uh, into squad with them. There's things they can do. I'm hoping that they will do as, as opposed to just
1: completely breaking up her business and and that's it and forgetting about it. They fucked it up. They ruined it. They're in, like, honestly, and here's in the reports coming out now. Bobby Lashley said, please don't do this. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander, you know, ad- went to Vince as well as Bobby. They said, let's not do this, please. Vince was adamant um, because, again, this is your brilliant guy that you guys talk about so much. It's a boneheaded decision with the group that actually was holding Monday Night Raw together, for goodness sakes. Um, So this is among the dumbest ideas in the world because you had a situation where the baby face would. So here and again, if I had to let me I'm going to guess that Vince was fearful that the Hurt Business was getting over and they might be cheered. Um, Bobby Lashley might be cheered anyway. I think that the audience is going to be cheering for most everyone because they'll be outside watching wrestling. So I think most everyone's going to get cheered, quite frankly, number one. Everybody going to get a baby face pop. You need to let that go. That's just going to be ridiculous. We've been inside for a year. We in a pandemic. Motherfuckers getting cheered, okay? <laughs> okay, they can do some of the most heinous shit ever. Everybody getting cheered. So that if that's the case, that's dumb thinking by a person who is not brilliant, number one. Number two, what it does is it hurts an upcoming talent in Cedric Alexander. Uh, it takes away heat from Bobby Lashley. And if Drew wins, it makes his win. Look less substantial because, in theory, if Drew is to go over, he will have beaten four men. He'll have got past four guys in order to win. Instead of now just beating Lashley. So what I think is going to happen since they bungled it all up, now the match is going to be for Because of the build, the match is going to be less impressive. Bobby Lashley is probably going to eat a claymore in 17 minutes, or he's going to win somehow. But most likely, I think eat a claymore in 17 minutes, and we're going to act like this shit didn't ever happen. It's a waste. Now they could, they could you know, uh, uh, reboot this whole thing at Mania. But from what I'm seeing thus far, it stinks. And you know it stinks.
0: I don't disagree. Again, I'm holding out hope, but I really don't. I don't know. Um, maybe, again, I'm holding out hope that it's a swerve and her business is back, whether it is as a new unit or or this whole thing was just to, to get, gain them access to the ringside um, and that's how Bobby Lashley retains. I just think it makes more sense for him to retain rather than have back-to-back transitional champions. Just so we can get Joe McIntyre at the moment. Joe McIntyre deserves a WrestleMania moment, but yes. I think from booking perspective, I do think this is just a better booking and you can always get Joe McIntyre next year, this moment. Um, Agreed. And for you, I'm, I'm hoping, I still don't think it officially came out. Correct me if, if it did. But I don't think we know what the main event is. This should be the main event because I do think it's been booked better. And I just think it, it means a little bit more. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Um, your Royal Rumble winner, should the main event of the show. Sasha Banks is one of your biggest stars, both uh, for how dominant she's been. She obviously her and Bayley, uh, as you mentioned, pretty much ran SmackDown and Raw for, for a little bit last year. She has been undefeated since she beat Bailey in uh, Hell in a Cell. And she's been the champion this entire time. She is on the Mandalorian. She is one of your big, big stars. So I think she should headline against one of the most excited and well-built Bronco uh, rookies. I know technically it's her second year, but I, I, again, the build until last few weeks was nothing to write home about. We had Reginald, they got rid of him. Thankfully he they relegated him to the women's tag team scene. And now it just you know they've got good promos. They've slapped the crap out of each other. It's been better, um, at least than what it was before. I am hoping they will give Bianca Belair. They keep making again. She's a star, and all you have to do is just pull the trigger.
1: Yeah, I mean, if this is the main event of night one, I don't mind. I I wouldn't agree. I'd prefer to see Drew versus Bobby, but I have no complaints if this is. Um, I just think that, uh, I I just. And again, that's for all the points that Mike brought up are totally valid points. I can't argue against it. I'd still prefer to see Drew versus Bobby in the, as the main event. Um, but yeah, this is an excellent. You're an um, old
0: TNA fan. I think that's the, the old TNA fan and you wants to see the,
1: oh, the match. Oh, I, mean, well, I, mean, yeah, I mean, most definitely. And also, like, you know, Drew McIntyre is amazing. Uh, Bobby Lashley is amazing. And I, I want to see them get that spot because it does, it would be cool. It's like, yeah, you know, when, when, when the e gave up on y'all or, or most specifically when bobby left the e because uh ps hayes couldn't keep his mouth shut about about lashley's wife um you know there wasn't much faith in y'all and y'all went out there and proved everybody wrong you were they were doing amazing stuff on tna that was very very it was like it was cool it was really cool man it, it's on their website uh feel, feel free to check it out on youtube it's all there um but uh you know i think with this particular match going back to the women's match um, yeah, I, I think Sa- they, you know, they deserve the spot that they're in. Um, don't Rhea Ripley, Bianca. I'm just going to say that you don't want to do it. Don't do it. Uh, Hey man, let, let Sasha fully go into that heel role. But I also understand if she gonna fully turn a heel, then it makes sense for her to keep it. But I tell you right now, if you, if you're Rhea Ripley or you Oscar her, you're going to find yourself in just another situation. But, and with a, call this, but, but y'all call this man brilliant. Mm.
0: And with a smooth transition, we go to the first match on night two You for the Raw Women's Championship. We have Oscar against somebody who needs to fill the spot, and that's the, the spot that Rhea Ripley finds herself in. Um, and now
1: heel Rhea Ripley, it would appear.
0: Which is fine. I'm yep. okay with her being heel. I think, you know, she can be – she's fine as a heel or babyface. I'm going to say she's great. She hasn't really been one, uh, you know. Uh I think you know she obviously she had a babyface moment when she finally beat Shayna Basler. That was kind of like the one highlight for her character work. But I think and right they now she's ruined just a it. mean
1: athlete. They ru- they ruined it within 60 days. Remember that? They sure remember did. Remember how they, remember they,
0: how they sure ruined it? Sure did. And now, now, now they're gonna sit
1: there and say we're gonna make it better.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't we've talked about this. I don't like the way they built to us. I don't think he, anybody can. I think this looks like a, a Hail Mary. Hey, we need somebody to go. Okay, well, let's let's have her debut and call her champ the champ. And then, the, 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 you know, thankfully, the, the can they coexist angle they did this last Monday just ended with her being like, I don't care about this,
1: yeah. and, yeah. be,
0: and just, you know, beating up Oscar which is what she should have done from the beginning. Um, I think real Ripley goes over. I think they, they, they uh, quote-unquote make up, but not really. It's not nearly as big of a deal, but um, they make up for last year, and they put her over.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a weird yeah I mean yeah I think I think that's kind of the only way to go and and once again uh, Asuka is gonna man I mean talk about a person whom uh, she gonna it looks like she gonna fall by the wayside real quick but uh, but that them's is the breaks um, so yeah I think I think Ripley goes over and then they I don't know they either do something with her or not I don't know
0: yeah we'll see I don't know the Raw division I really don't who who's there who's waiting for either one of them. You know, um right, right. Uh so we'll see. Next up again, another match which is going to be probably good, uh, but not really particularly well built. Uh we have really versus Sheamus for United States Championship. Um, I got Sheamus. I think he's taking a lot of losses. It's it's time to put one
1: one on him. I want to see two time United States champion Sheamus. He held the US title before, uh, lost it to Rusev in a very good match. Uh, I also think that Sheamus can, and listen, Riddle's done his thing as champion. I'm not going to sit there and say that he hasn't. I think you could get more out of that title with a heel having it um, right now because, you know, uh, somebody got a chase. And I think that belt would look really good on Sheamus from an aesthetic perspective. And Sheamus also is a guy who knows how to hold and wear a belt, so that's very important to me as well. <laughs> this over, this over the side business, you know, nonsense. Yeah, that's it's the, it's the it's it's the prettiest belt they have on the main roster. You can you should wear the damn thing. I
0: no argument for me on that part. Uh, a much better build, uh, secondary title program. We have Biggie against Apollo Cruz and a Nigerian drum fight. Two questions
1: for you. Uh, who do you have winning? What do you think about the stipulation? Apollo Crews. There is no such thing as a Nigerian drum fight. There is no need to say this. It's just dumb. It's just dumb, man. It just it's like it's y'all don't understand. Like Nigeria is the richest country in all of Africa. I think we're like we, we give like we maybe give the drums guys, are made of gold. No, we give you guys oil. They're no fucking I mean, come on. This is stupid you already have them doing the accent so as i'm not even gonna sit there and be like oh as a nigerian i'm offended no this is just hacky it's just dumb it's just it's just it's just stupid. again this is the man that so many of y'all call brilliant (laughs) like this is ridiculous you could sit there and do all of this stuff without the damn accent without the damn spear. you know what i'm saying like you could do all this is just the 1980s stuff and i and i'm like yo like Y'all are trying to tap into a level of, it's like Vince still wants there to be a level of xenophobia that while there is, it ain't like this. it ain't the cold war. Uh, but yeah, so, I guess all this means is like, it's like a, a no DQ match. So just say a no DQ match. It's simpler. When,
0: when you click on Nigerian drum fight on Wikipedia, it does just say hardcore wrestling. Wikipedia so, does not know what that is. Um, Cause it's not a thing. Some, and also sometimes xenophobia is good for business. Um, that's
1: true.
0: Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn. Uh, happy to see them on WrestleMania. Happy to see him with Logan Paul. Maybe we'll give him... I'm, I'm all for wrestlers like having uh, mainstream recognition, whichever way it comes. I hope Logan Paul does not involve himself too much to fuck up a classic. But, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn has been entertaining. Kevin Owens has been entertaining. The match has been kind of thrown together, but I'm excited to see them regardless.
1: Uh he get Logan Paul get involved. They not they're not paying that man to do nothing, so they not paying that man to show up and do nothing. So he's getting involved. I believe that he will be getting involved in the side of right, and that is Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn goes over. Uh, because I think uh uh Kevin Owens got to pay back a lot. I mean, you want to talk about the dude that really helped get Owens over when he when he since he's been in WWE, who has eaten more losses. Uh, to, to for Kev, for Kevin Owens, then Sami Zayn. I think he gets this one back, which is interesting because I mean he's a guy who who doesn't really wrestle well anymore. So it's like like that's kind of like the shtick with him. Of course he wrestles well, but he doesn't in the you know what I'm saying like so that'll be that'll be fun. But uh yeah yeah
0: you know, he just uh, I see what you're saying. He just swings it and kicks. He doesn't really do the the moves we've come to love from him. Um,
1: right, and he, and he, and he also just doesn't want to get hit.
0: You know, I the funny thing it, so is Logan care. Paul can can't actually believably knock, that, knock out Kevin Owens. And yeah. I'm actually, I would not be mad at that, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, next up, we have uh, Love It or Hated. It. Um, it is one of the better build matches. Um, I'm hoping, again, it gets the, the cinema treatment. I hope it's not. I'm, I'm a I'm more worried if, if they do it live in front of an audience. Uh, we have The Fiend against Randy Orton in, in something. Um, I think the, f- the fiend goes over. He was burnt. Uh, <laughs> you got to get some of the heat back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I have it. And again, if this is a cinematic match, I'm excited for it. If this is a match in front of a live audience, I might get up for a drink during that one.
1: Yeah. That's all I got.
0: And that's all, that's all we need. Uh, and now your main event. For night two of WrestleMania, um, a well-told story, a story that has been making a smackdown for my money, the best week-to-week show. Uh, you have Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. Um, could go either way with it. I would not be upset. Uh, I think uh, Roman Reigns keeps going. I think eventually when somebody beats Roman, it should be straight up.
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think uh, also, well, well, real quick, I want to give credit to all of these men in terms of what they've done. As has been well documented, both the all three of these men have had literally career threatening or career ending uh, either injuries or maladies. Uh, they were able to overcome them, come back, and be in the main event of night two of WrestleMania, which is exceptional. I want to give credit to Roman Reigns for his fantastic work as a heel. This is obviously, this is the most interesting his character has ever been, because I'm going to be honest with you, his character was never interesting before that. Don't lie to yourself and say that he was. He was not. So uh, credit to him on that. Um, Also credit to him in terms of the job that he's done, because he's helped, even in this match, while some people could say that he's kind of been overshadowed or the odd man out, his heel work has been so good that that it's helped get other people over in this situation. Um, credit to Daniel Bryan for just being so incredibly consistent during such an incredibly difficult time in our, in this world, really. Um, and really properly inserting himself into a match while working with everyone under the sun, uh, before getting here from, from the, from Sami Zayn to Drew Golak, to Drew Gulak rather, uh, to Cesaro, you know, putting on fantastic matches, the eliminator, elimination chamber, uh tapping out roman reigns he tapped out roman reigns roman reigns tapped and now finding himself once again in the main event of wrestlemania credit to edge uh for com- from coming back and then coming back after the torn tricep um and and honestly when he flipped that switch and went back more to the old edge he he he's the best thing running on that show so far as i'm concerned easy the moment he turned heel he showed you what heel is not the not the mafia don sitting in an office chair in the back roman reigns heel i did say this the most interesting roman reigns has ever been uh, i'm not saying it's the best thing i've ever seen it's not the best thing you've ever seen either so um credit to edge in that regard for actually really making it interesting once he turned it up edge is correct It is his moment. It is all about Edge. It is not about Roman Reigns. It is not about Daniel Bryan, because these two are not, they're not generational talents. Psych. Daniel Bryan is. Not so much Roman Reigns. Not yet. Um, But Edge is the Ric Flair of this company. Edge has the rightful claim to be in this position. And I am hoping that Edge wins the title, a title, quite frankly, of world championship status that he never lost. So Edge, WrestleMania. Uh with should someone beat Roman Reigns straight up? Everyone's beaten Roman Reigns straight up since he started to yell. So so as a result, I want to see a real world champ. I want to see a man who's actually got it. I want to see Edge.
0: Edge Universal Champion. Edge pilling Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns obviously being upset about setting yep. up a rematch. I think there's a story right there. Uh yep. would not be mad at it at all. I don't think I could be mad at any outcome again. And that's what, what happens when you build something really well. Um, Yeah, i got to say, going through the card, I am excited to watch it. I will be watching Night like, 2 live. I uh, will try to watch Night 1 live. And, yeah, I, I think it will be a good time. As, as you know, for all the, the, the things that WWE continually does wrong, and boy, is it a long list, uh, WrestleMania is always fun if you're a wrestling fan.
1: Yeah, let's not be mistaken. I do believe that they have fumbled and stumbled their way. I mean, honestly, they took my excitement level from an A plus to a C. Uh, This is not to say that I'm still not looking forward to it. Uh, This is also not to say that I expect to be tired by Sunday. yeah, I expect it to be all those things. That's why I'm, I don't even think we should do a match of the week this week because they're gonna be watching so much wrestling. And also, I do like to watch the matches that you suggest, like just to refresh my memory. And I don't want to put that on y'all. We'll get to no. that. We'll get to that next week.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We will get to that next week. Uh, we have no time for John Cena's Instagram either. Not on WrestleMania um, week. Um, yeah. the, the last thing before we go, as we said earlier in the show, Wrestling Peace, Dark Man X. Yes. Um. Again, uh, you know, what is there to say that we're not hip hop podcast? We are both hip-hop fans. So we have numerous, I would say, memories of, you know, enjoying the man's music. Um, one of the underrated actors, you know, of the people of all the long list of um uh rappers who Hollywood, he was one of the top of the list. Um and yeah, just a, a fascinating character. If you, you know, even if you haven't listened to his music, I suggest. Um You know, reading about him just lived a very long and uh, interesting and and sometimes painful, but ultimately, you know, he said, the man himself said that, you know, uh, his last thought when he dies is going to be, I had a good life, and I'm very happy to hear that. So uh, rest in peace to Earl Simmons, a.k.a. TMX.
1: Yeah, rest in peace. One of the, uh, really one of the best ever in hip-hop and in-pop music. Uh, he was people forget he was the man. And I'm not just talking about in hip hop. There was a period. T- there was no one bigger than DMX. That man played in front of hundreds of thousands of people. This was a guy who would perform. He would perform and perform and perform. And they would they would have to turn the lights on, to tell the people to go home. And this man would still be sitting there rapping acapella. He was one of the very few people that when you paid to see him, he gave you your money's worth and then some.
0: Absolutely. Um... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us. Enjoy WrestleMania. Have a good one.
1: Tremendous.